Yo, have you guys checked our email? No? What do you mean? Uh, SoundCloud is giving us a statement on our profits of 2020. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's what check it out. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> a statement on our profits? We got, we got, a, we, we need an accountant, guys. I'm viewing the statement. We lost a hundred some odd dollars, right? <laughs> Presumably. <laughs> like, well, but that gives us access to credit. Oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah, we're just running the scam from Fargo Season 3, actually. <laughs> we're gaining credit to take out huge if... <laughs> loans to build sports stadiums to default on with Saudis. It's also what Donald Trump did to make his money. <laughs> <laughs> if we're actually... If they're trying to pay us money through SoundCloud, we're... We're breaking so many copyright laws. <laughs> we're, we're not allowed to accept money for this podcast. Uh, allegedly, yeah. in Minecraft, we're not allowed. In real life, of course, we are. Yeah, welcome Here back we to Boomer Death Squad, the number one non-profit podcast on the left. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, boys. We haven't made a cent. <laughs> and we Why? never will. <laughs> Why would they fucking wag this in front of our face? I don't know. It's a funny thing to eat. Well, we have to show it to our accountant. I gotta say, I think it's cruel to taunt an Irishman with the idea of a dollar and then keep it from him. I'm still I'm still hung up on the idea of Irish Dolomite wearing like a bowler hat and holding a shagel instead of a cane and tapping it on the ground doing like limericks. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I like that. He just does House of Pain for his rap, so he just says, like, jump around and that shit. <laughs> no, he does Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, real Irish rap. <laughs> so, Lee Carter did officially announce. Uh, I saw that. He should rebrand as, like, Chic Carter. That would be cool. Oh, God, I, I don't have anything to say on Lee, honestly. Good luck, I guess. You're not going to win. You know you're not going to win. You're hoping to gain <laughs> name recognition for some kind of obscure... I'm tired of these fucking clout chasers, bro. Absolutely, absolutely. Larry King's got COVID and he's in the hospital. Whoa! No way! That sucks. Holy shit. Why is Percy Jackson I mean... trending? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Percy Jackson got COVID. He's in the hospital. He got it from sucking Larry King's cock. Fucking son, son, son of Poseidon, bro. He would never. Yeah. He would never suck yeah. cock. That's gay. You're not allowed to be gay in the son of Poseidon. Well, no, it's Greek, so of course he's sucking cock, but... Uh... Yeah, that's <laughs> mandatory, actually. You need to suck cock if you're the son of Poseidon. But you don't get COVID. <laughs> he's the son of Poseidon, so he has better health care than us in, like, a nepotism sort of deal. <laughs> Uh, UN Ambassador Samantha Powers' motorcade kills child in Cameroon. Oh, wait, she was in a motorcade in Cameroon? <laughs> yeah, yeah, four years ago in 2016. Oh, still though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> a parade for the U.S. Ambassador? <laughs> no, it's their motorcade, so it's like her escort, so it's like the weird, the private military psychopaths we hire... Uh to <laughs> escort Samantha Power throughout Cameroon. Right. Blackwater for SUVs. Yeah. Even worse, it's probably like a French Blackwater that has dominance in Cameroon still. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the military division of Charlie Hebdo was actually guarding. It's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, Noir Low. Yeah, Noir Low. Two top members of Biden economic team will recuse selves on BlackRock-related issues as past ties pose questions. 
because the entire global economy is a BlackRock-related issue. <laughs> wait, 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 okay. BlackRock is the renamed uh, Blackwater, right? I think so, or it's something trying to imitate it. Either way, who cares? I think Blackwater itself is called Hyperion now or something, right? Jesus Christ! That, I forget. That is too on the nose. It's way too much to be true. It really, it like offends my ears every time I hear that. It is funny. I like how this is how wars are fought now. Uh, I can't wait for like the names to get even more ridiculous like just my my private military company prometheus was wrong (laughs) 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 prometheus shrug yeah (laughs) there we go i think he was like atlas's brother or something we don't or we can't do the we can't go back into greek mythology no no we're not doing that again Greek mythology is awesome, but you know what's even cooler? Roman mythology. sex with the children oh, 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 my wife met me when i was 15 years old oh, 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 i am a shell corporation in a man for louis vuitton oh, oh, oh. <laughs> i like sex crimes man my french accent is so good <laughs> yeah it does rock <laughs> it really sounds like a french guy je m'appelle jeffrey epstein uh how how was your guys new year's oh oh my god actually thank you for asking do i have something to talk about for new year's uh so have you ever seen like the cnn coverage show for new year's i know where you're going with this i don't think you do so the cnn coverage show is like they have Anderson Cooper and some other dead-eyed psychopaths like say memes from 2012 to parents everywhere for four straight hours it's the worst thing i've ever seen but at one point they cut to don lemon's house and in his kitchen don lemon has a sambo cookie jar what oh my god (laughs) i saw that fucking i couldn't believe it i i've never watched one of these things before but (laughs) me and (laughs) my girlfriend were just sitting there watching it and i was like she pointed it out to me actually just like what is that? <laughs> well, he's reclaiming. <laughs> Wait, was was Don was Don Lemon the other guy there with Anderson Cooper, the guy co-hosting? No, no, Don Lemon was in his house in like a silk robe, like showing oh off how God. to like you know cook or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention, but uh, I, I the Sambo cookie jar was something, man. I only I only peeked in for a couple. Uh, for a couple minutes uh throughout the night one of for for one point when i went in and watched what my parents were watching um the guy who was with anderson cooper the other guy i don't know who the hell it was but he was like 
he was, of course, as every fucking media company does nowadays, they they try to relate everything to Zoom oh, because of uh, everybody's using Zoom. All Zoom. So this guy, this guy was like, uh, my my family's Passover was pretty wacky because we had to use Zoom. And so then they cut to like it was like a fucking digital short, but I think it was real. I can't tell. The premise was basically that his old-ass mother could not figure out how to use Zoom, so it was just him screaming at his mother about how stupid and inept she is, while his entire family was on a Zoom call like, calm down, man, why are you freaking out? <laughs> it was the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen on television. I do not know why that guy thought, that guy thought it would get played. Sounds like I, you can do- add a poor Wi-Fi connection and tech illiteracy to the plagues for this year's Passover, am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty solid. The Hanukkah miracle, but it's about an old man rationing data so he can load porn on his dial-up <laughs> connection. <laughs> How about that one, folks? <laughs> uh, okay, okay. What I thought was great was Planet Fitness clearly, like, Just either... sponsored the whole thing. Yeah, I they fucking forgot the about thing. that. That's Kia, so funny. The Kia clock. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like every... During all of those performances, it would cut to, like, you know, the people that were there, which was to say nobody except for people who were paid by Planet Fitness to go there They're all CIA. wear Planet Fitness t-shirts and gigantic top hats with the Planet Fitness logo on them. Astroturfing <laughs> protests in favor of Planet Fitness. <laughs> that shit was awesome. Especially because it's like, don't go to fucking Planet Fitness right now, you'll die. I know! <laughs> I know! It's like, so funny, like... With what money did Planet Fitness purchase all this advertising? Uh, well, you know, they were given $900 million at the start oh, right. of the coronavirus. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, here's something fucking terrible. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be reading to you now an executive order issued by Andrew Cuomo. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I am issuing an executive order increasing (laughs) penalties for providers that intentionally disregard prioritization. I am making eligibility certification by recipients a mandatory part of the vaccination process. Administration to a person knowingly not eligible may result in penalty for the provider of up to $1 million and a revocation of all state licenses. Uh, So if any hospital dares give a doctor the vaccination before the... You know, CEO and all the investors, the entire board of directors, they will be fined a million dollars and no longer be allowed to be a hospital, I guess. Jesus Christ. What is it that right-wingers find abrasive about Cuomo? He is, in every single way, just a reactionary psychopath. Yeah, Andrew Cuomo is one of the worst men who has ever lived, and I (laughs) can say that very confidently. It's cool that New Yorkers are like, yeah, Andrew Cuomo rocks, 70% approval rate. Fuck you, Bill de Blasio. (laughs) You know, yeah, fuck Bill de Blasio, but this guy is so much more evil than him (laughs) in every conceivable way. When you said Andrew Cuomo signed an executive order, I thought it was going to be like, call your mothers, be a good son. (laughs) (laughs) 
an Andrew Cuomo executive order preventing you from microwaving pasta even when you're reheating it. <laughs> it's an Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo is doing a speech on COVID, and then he just goes into a fugue state, and his eyes like go tunnel vision, and he does the Tony Soprano monologue <laughs> where he's like, what kind of lousy son of a bitch do you have to be to be a bad son? Being a bad son's the most sorry fucking thing you could ever be. <laughs> yeah, it, it does rock, and like uh, later that episode, he just like, Tries to suffocate his mother. I love the Sopranos. <laughs> Andrew Cuomo is a Tony Soprano Democrat. He is. He is. Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one Chinese infiltrator podcast on the left. <laughs> yes. I am your host, Joe Fang. <laughs> oh, okay. Really took the uh, low-hanging fruit there. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Shanghai Dan. And I'm here to give you all the real truth about Xinjiang. <laughs> yeah we're very pro and independent uh east turkmenistan that sounds like it would be a great country to live in Hell yeah! <laughs> it sounds like it would produce a great borat movie it would it would <laughs> yeah so we introduced our podcast in hopes of course that president z will spare us when the true rapture of america comes in the form of red army tanks rolling into maine through canada <laughs> Beyond that, uh, the Washington Free Beacon, a noted psychopathic uh, journal mostly cited in Parlor, has named Eric Swalwell their 2020 Man of the Year in honor of his uh, fucking a Chinese intern or something. Let's a get into it, boys. Free Beacon sounds like socialism. You gotta grind. You gotta kill the wither. You can't just have a free beacon. <laughs> yeah, you have to kill the wither. Oh my god, a Donald Trump-style campaign, but it's to... Appeal to gamers, so it's like we need we're gonna drain the swamp, we're gonna kill the wither, we're gonna farm the witches. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's get into it. Alright. <clears throat> so uh I, I guess let's just let's just get into this article. It doesn't need any context. So it starts out. It's been said that male confidence is the greatest aphrodisiac. <laughs> Then call me Marvin Gaye. I, I just walk right up to them and I kiss them. I kiss them on their lips. <laughs> In 2020, no member of Congress proved his theory more than Representative Eric Swalwell, Democrat, California. They're angry because he's a Chad. <laughs> uh, virgin free beacon, Chad Swalwell. Um. So, Swalwell may be ugly, broke, and stupid, but no one has ever accused him of lacking an outrageous amount of self-confidence. I mean, that is true, dude. Him running for uh, the president earlier this year was fucking yeah, awesome. Right? I'd never even heard of him. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I've never ran a country, but I've changed his diaper. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> this guy rocks. I got shitty hands, bro. Vote for me. Yeah. I smell like desitin. Yeah, he lost the uh, internet vote that were like, ah, fucking breeder. Yeah. <laughs> all the people who are in Elizabeth Brunig's mentions all day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Over the past 18 months, Swalwell ran for president and quit, appeared on television thousands of times, branded himself an Avenger, and failed to imprison the president of the United States. And, most noxiously, cut an enormous fart on live television. <laughs> 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 
It's a dude rock that. thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's awesome. You start doing gonna... something and you quit like right away, so you can't <laughs> even embarrass yourself. You go on television and you say you are Tony Stark. Uh, you try to trap Donald Trump with a big cage and a stick. <laughs> and you rip one on television. This is the dude's rock candidate. Oh, but but when he rips one, it really underscores this uh, article's point of how confident he is. Because he pauses, absolutely rips it, and then just continues on. On His face doesn't even change. I'm going to put a clip of it because it's incredible. Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. And the complaint that I've heard from Republicans all last week was that you... That rocks. It's, it's really beast. Um, <clears throat> so it goes on here. It takes a special kind of confidence to, to achieve all of that in such a short period of time. But only a true Washington free beacon man of the year has the confidence to pull off Swalwell's greatest accomplishment, becoming a man whore. <laughs> <laughs> the dude has sex. It's totally disgusting. I hate that about him. I hate people yeah. who have sex. Bimbo Eric Swalwell. Yeah, this is my relatable take in the Washington He's free McNulty. beacon. <laughs> <laughs> So, in early December, Axios exposed Swalwell's years-long relationship with a young Chinese lady spy named Fang Fang, <laughs> on a mission to ingratiate herself with various Democratic Party elected officials via the honey trap spycraft tactic. They don't even get it right, it's honeypot. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Miss Fang found herself in relationships with multiple Democrats over the years, including Swalwell. Via the honey trap spycraft tactic. I know, you <laughs> fucking... Sounds it. like a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Advanced <laughs> spy tactic. It's awesome, because it's like, what's the worst that President Z is going to in get a Democrat to do? Vote for health care? Who cares? I hope every Democrat is in the pocket of Z. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe I'd vote for them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, posing as a political activist and apparent aproctophiliac, which, if you don't know what that means, folks, uh, I had to look it up. It's someone who gets a boner when they hear farting. <laughs> that would be a better video if as soon as he farted, you just, like, watched him, like, get a boner. Get a boner? It pans yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, dude, he hangs dong. Okay, okay. That's what we need. We need a presidential candidate willing to hang dong. Bernie, Check post out hog. Lyndon Johnson. <laughs> Check out how they describe this woman in the next sentence here. This spicy Szechuan dish made her way into Swalwell's oh orbit by organizing fundraising for his congressional campaign and placing at least one intern in his congressional office. I'm just imagining the intern being like just... Just an obvious Chinese spy. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> just, like, like, doesn't speak English, is just constantly on the phone and, like, taking documents. <laughs> like, amazing. Sneaking around. <laughs> Spying on Eric Swalwell? The Chinese are going to infiltrate his campaign to heal the Democrat-Republican divide and bring back a united America that will yeah. get rid of welfare security once and for all. What's their Hell report yeah. back on Eric Swalwell? Like, yes, he's a very stupid man... Oh, that's the thing, though. When we're <clears throat> when we're done th this article, I, I did a little bit of research into this situation. It's so fucking stupid. But uh, <clears throat> for the time being, 
While it remains unclear whether Fang Fang and the California Democrat were doing the bang bang, what Szechuan sauce and the bang bang. This fucking guy. (laughs) This is quite something. He just found out about sex. What is known is that one day in 2015, Miss Fang disappeared like a fart in the wind. She had absconded to her native land, never to be seen or heard from again. Uh, for getting laid, probably, and getting paid, the supremely confident Eric Swalwell is 2020's Free Beacon Man of the Year. Uh, so, that's it. That's it for this article. I, I didn't cut a single thing. That is the entire thing. There's, like, no context behind this Chinese spy <laughs> at all. So, I went, I went to the Axios article that they're talking about, uh, and, you know, I, it's basically she participated in Democrat fundraising and campaigns for a couple of years, uh, including Tulsi Gabbard um, cool. uh, and <laughs> Ro Khanna. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the FBI recorded her uh, banging two Midwestern mayors, neither of which could be identified, quote unquote. I, I should clarify, it was not a threesome. She banged them separately and the FBI recorded them separately. This is Fargo season five, based on a true story. <laughs> <laughs> Two different Midwestern mayors. They're both Mayor Pete. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so 2015, she fled the country amid, I think, rumors of an investigation or something. But a- apparently, the FBI thinks that she gathered no actual intelligence and was trying to undermined faith in democracy i'm really not sure what they're trying to get at here it just seems that china sent over someone to gossip <laughs> if demo- if faith in democracy is easy enough to undermine by just banging two toe-headed rubes from the midwest <laughs> who are unable to fill the potholes destroying their streets like <laughs> democracy doesn't have much going for it in endangering the treasured sport of drunk driving in the midwest <laughs> So, yeah, that's that's what we got on that. <laughs> yeah. So, thank you, Washington Free Beacon, for reminding me about Eric Swalwell, the funniest loser from the primary campaign, and another one to uh, watch out for, because this little Mayor Pete piece of shit will be back with a vengeance soon. I'm pretty hyped. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too, me too. It'll be kind of funny if they all have to fight each other in, like, a cage match, right? 2024, you got <laughs> Osof, you got Pete, you got Eric Swalwell again. <laughs> You got, uh, I don't know, Stephen Bullock runs again. Why not? Who gives a shit? I don't think Swalwell <laughs> has, like, the career ambition that Mayor Pete does. I think he was just like, I'm going to try this out, and then it didn't pan well, out. Like, he's I, like, I'll he, get he's, on television He sucks, of course, it. but I think, I think in his soul he is truly like, I'm going to take this evil president down. Do you know what I think is a real thing with California Democrats, besides the fact that they're bought and sold by big tech and useless and California should be sunk into the sea sooner rather than later? Uh, I've never been. I never need to. Uh, California Democrats, unless they're running in one of like the swing like inland desert counties that swing a little bit more Republican, have never had to run a real campaign. Like There was never yeah. anyone who was truly going to challenge Kamala Harris or fucking Swalwell, and they never were able to grow or become a politician that was able to survive that kind of uh, scrutiny. I mean, look at what they're having to do for Kamala now. Joe Biden's going to have to be president for, like, two months until Kamala takes over. (laughs) It's ridiculous how badly they don't want to see a woman succeed. (laughs) 
Hey, I'm trying to succeed over here. Hey, Tony, you want I should phone bank for Kamala? <laughs> oh, God, I want to go... Uh, he does yoga, man. We should go to one of his yoga sessions. Oh, we should. I want to do his yoga. Yeah, they're, like, virtual, so we just... We'll log onto the TV, we'll all be on Discord, we'll do a pod live Michael Imperioli yoga session. Wait, he does live yoga sessions? For free. Yeah, he advertises them what? on Instagram. In between posts accusing Ilan Omar of anti-Semitism. <laughs> Wonderful! Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad. I'm your host, Brony Joe. <laughs> I'm Friendship is Matt Jack. Oh, okay. Oh, man! Okay. Oh, man! That this. was good! We can uh -huh. do this. Okay. I, I can't. Jesus Christ. What's mine? You guys gotta come up with one for me. I don't know anything else besides those uh, two things. Oh, shit! I was thinking Care Bears, not even My Little Pony. I don't know shit about My Little Pony. Oh, I know some shit about Care Bears. We there were a ton of Care Bears at my grandma's house. <laughs> I think I relate the most to the pissy one. <laughs> grumpy. So like this, the storm cloud bear or whatever. Yeah, grumpy. I'm gonna Google pissed off Care Bear. Dude, I'm telling you, it's grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it's grumpy. I think Grumpy's copyrighted by Disney. <laughs> Care Bears isn't Disney. I guess if Care Bears was Disney, there'd be a movie coming. There'd be two shows and a movie what coming out. Yeah, the... yeah. Yeah, live action Care Bears. <laughs> Care Bears was Disney. They would just like start appearing in the new Star Wars shit. What was the upset <laughs> yeah. Care Bears name? List of Care Bear characters. What was the upset Care Bears name? There was an upset Care Bear. There was like a Care Bear that was always upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was Grumpy. blue. Oh, I fucked with Good Luck Bear. Yeah, you're right, Grumpy Bear. Damn, what I was... a shit deal. Nationality, Carolot, Kingdom of Caring, Moody Mountains. Nationality, Italian. <laughs> Baby Hugs Bear, that seems a little problematic. <laughs> Third eye open, Baby Hugs Bear. <laughs> Baby Tugs Bear, often called Tugs. <laughs> Wait, that's real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm, that's even worse. I'm gonna need an image of Baby Tugs Bear so I can like. <laughs> I don't want to Google that. I'm on the Wikipedia page and there's no images, and I don't want to Google that. Yeah. Baby you need Tugs a VPN Bear. For that. Yeah, don't Google that. Don't Google that. Right. That's how they get you. <laughs> okay, yo, what's up, uh, folks? Welcome to the serious half of the show, the 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 half where we. Uh... Where we're being serious. Welcome back to the serious discussion on Boomer Death Squad. Our topic this week is Obama Kenyon. Yes. <laughs> yes, he is. He's actually a Tanzanian. <laughs> he was actually born in the future. <laughs> Where there are no borders. <laughs> <laughs> because he abolished them. <laughs> 
uh, he abolished the borders like that guy in, uh, <laughs> like that guy, uh, blowing up the entire downtown in Kansas or whatever. What, oh, the 5G guy who was, like, listening to I Had the Time of My Life when he exploded or something? <laughs> <laughs> that guy rocks. <laughs> the Black Eyed Peas version? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's listening to Boom Boom Pow by the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, and so, on the topic of uh, FBI... Uh, FBI informants turned uh, mass murderers or, or attempted mass murderers. Um, we have this article in uh, in the Intercept called "Did the FBI downplay the far right politics of Las Vegas shooter Stephen Paddock?" In the sense that they downplayed every aspect of it because they were like, "Yeah, this guy did it. No one knows why. Isn't that crazy?" Yeah, exactly. And they just haven't talked about it since. Yeah, and so we're gonna get a little bit deeper into that point in this article. But, uh, it's, it's, uh, the subhead is after Paddock killed 58 people in 2017, the FBI said he had no political motives. The evidence demands a second look. This is by Daryl Johnson and Eric Lichtbau in The Intercept. And this is in September of, uh, 2020. So, uh, it starts out here. Three years after the worst mass shooting in recent American history, the FBI has yet to identify a motive explaining what could have driven uh, Stephen Paddock to open fire on a crowded music festival from a Las Vegas hotel window, killing 58 people and injuring many hundreds more. But the FBI, which has been notoriously slow to recognize right-wing threats in recent years, may have ignored a politically inconvenient explanation. Paddock, in our view, fit the profile of a far-right political extremist bent on sowing violence in society. Absolutely. So... Well, Paddock was very clearly being raised by the FBI to, like, kill 100 Gex when they come out not in favor of the Sudanese war we'll start fighting next year. <laughs> South Sudan must be reabsorbed. Uh, Why? We'll tell you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's basically the point that uh, this article is trying to make, is that Paddock is a racist, and that's why he did um, this, because he was a right-winger, which is very similar to the vein of thought right now in that RV bombing guy, is that... Is that um, he, he's a racist, and we have to talk about how he's a racist and not about all the connections he has to the FBI. Yeah, the FBI ignored it because he's white, not because he was working for them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. Uh, Paddock appeared fixated on three pillars of right-wing extremism, anti-government conspiracy theories, threats to Second Amendment rights, and overly burdensome taxes. For instance, one witness told Las Vegas police that Paddock was kind of fanatical about his anti-government conspiracies and that he believed someone had to wake up the American public and get them to arm themselves uh, in response to looming threats. So, I don't know about you guys. That that sure looks like, uh, I don't know, maybe somebody was telling him all of this shit. The evil government's gonna come and take your guns. You have to wake up the American people. Yeah, it's the, David Thewlis. It's fucking David Thewlis from Fargo. <laughs> Migrant hordes are coming to take your bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, again, they wanted him to assassinate Pitbull. <laughs> like, when he speaks out and not in favor of the Nicaraguan genocide we throw in two years. Well, think about all the capitals that Pitbull names in that song. Pitbull's obviously a globalist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pitbull is a globalist. Yeah, the next QAnon thing after assassinating the head of the Gambino crime family and assassinating a judge is going to be uh, kidnapping and executing Pitbull on national television. 
<laughs> What's he doing? Is he performing in like Kuwait right now in like a probably. stadium that was probably. built for him? <laughs> He's probably been living in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah. He's in Serbia with Kevin Spacey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Putting on private shows for Kevin Spacey and Prince Andrew. Yes. Uh anyway, um, Family members and associates of Paddock painted a picture of a man who loathed restrictions on gun ownership and believed that the Second Amendment was under siege, according to our review of their statements to investigators after the shooting and other documents compiled by the authorities. So again, it's just like, this guy is perfectly checking every criteria for a patsy. Just a right-wing crank who the FBI can easily coax into committing mass violence to, you know... He's just a patsy. The FBI always needs somebody who they can get to commit a crime for them. Not to mention when this all went down, the news just repeatedly was like, we know nothing about him. Uh, he's uh, seemingly never had a conversation with anybody ever. Uh, the guy yeah, liked the game. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I mean, the article's point is not the point we're making. It's It's that the FBI is racist, and, like, it's like that's not untrue, but it's completely missing the actual point. And it's that's that's what the FBI wants people to, you know what I mean? With a complicit media, all they have to do is make it about a bullshit culture war. Well, you got chaos this year, right? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. So what they go over in chaos is how, you know, Manson was a government asset and he was leading people from his ranch to them for lsd testing and all sorts of shit yes Yes. and uh he was a government asset that got out of hand so it got subsumed into a culture war something else the fact that he had been kept from prison by the fbi was no longer pertinent information Exactly. And that's the same sort of shit that's happening here and all over the place. When you look at Canada's biggest mass shooting earlier this year, the guy who withdrew $500,000 in cash from a, like, armored truck banking company that the police of Canada would be the only type of people who have access to. He owned two cars. He was a dentist? He was a dentist with two cars outfitted and redesigned to be exact replicas of the police cars. 16 hours, he was raising houses in northern Canada, and they didn't even send an alert that it was happening. They didn't want to create more disorder. It's insane. Everyone's covering their own ass, and no one knows what to do when the crazy person they're growing outside of a test tube decides to do something on his own terms. Exactly. And... And it's the same exact thing with the RV bomber in that his girlfriend called the FBI on him and was like, uh, my boyfriend's making bombs in his RV. The FBI went to his RV, knocked on the door and said, is anyone making bombs in there? And he said, no. And then they arrested his girlfriend and institutionalized her for (laughs) insanity. Amazing. But, but no, the entire discourse surrounding this is it's racist to not call him a terrorist. And, uh, they talked about this a little bit on the last Chapo, but yeah, this is the logical conclusion of the security state. Not only do they hunt Arabic teens or anyone of vaguely Hispanic origin, uh, they're also hunting your uncle who thinks Obama is an evil Kenyan warlord. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's That's like, equality. When, when the discourse around this shit... Co- 
it turns into just white people should also be persecuted the same way that black people and, you know, any minority is. It's like, fucking hell, that's the whole point of this. <laughs> they want to expand the security state. That's why they're doing these heinous crimes. Comedy podcast. <laughs> hey, at least it was country music fans, am I right? <laughs> oh, owned, owned, no, owned. If you've dude, ever listened make... to Taylor Swift, you deserve to die. <laughs> they make that point in this article. Why would he choose a country concert if he's a Republican? <laughs> because there's more going on here than With... he's one of Donald Trump's jihadists. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, it's really short-sighted. Yeah, this guy uh, is a fucking, uh... This guy is a free Cuba expert in Dallas in 1964 <laughs> or whatever. Jesus. 63. I don't care when Kennedy died. We're in front of John Lennon's apartment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, uh, an FBI panel concluded in a report released in January 2019 that it found no evidence that Paddock's attack was motivated by any ideological or, or political beliefs. Uh, throughout his life, Paddock went to great lengths to keep his thoughts private, and that extended to his final thinking about this mass murder. It's, uh, it's so easy to say that bullshit. Yeah, the violent lone wolf, that's the media's yeah. favorite guy. Much like many violent lone actors before him. What is what is lone actor but a dog whistle for a fucking patsy? Yeah, yeah. This guy by himself with 600 guns in a room killed everyone for no reason at all. He didn't seem to have any sort of ideology. Like, that's such yeah. an insane statement. Like, he, he didn't believe in anything. He believed in something very <laughs> specific, man. No yeah. ideology, just the ability to calculate bullet drop. Yeah, 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 exactly. All right, so, okay, we get in a little bit to his, his ideology that he did, that he did hold, okay? This article, they talked to, like, two fucking people and got enough out of it to be, uh, to make it pretty conclusive. Uh, so it says, Paddock had, quote, an obsession with guns and would become angry when challenged on the Second Amendment, according to Adam Lefebvre, who dated the sister of Paddock's partner, uh, <laughs> dated the sister of Paddock's partner, it's such a weird sentence, yeah. and got a glimpse of Paddock's well-stocked gun room during a tour of his home. He was animated about the government and the tax system, Lefebvre told us in an email. He was outspoken about the inadequacies and waste of the government. I mean, the government is inadequate and wasteful, but he was talking about, like, you know, welfare for brown people or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, is, is like, free room credits at the casino not welfare for uh, gambling addicts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he used to wipe out... To be the biggest mass American murderer since Chris Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> The month before the shooting, one unnamed associate recounted to Las Vegas police detectives that Paddock tried to bribe him into selling a gun part used to convert a semi-automatic firearm into a fully automatic machine gun, demonstrating a total disregard for federal fire, uh, firearms laws. So again, this is another one of those things where somebody reports the mass murderer to the FBI before they do it, and the FBI just shrugs. Like, eh, whatever. The other thing is that, uh... The, the other little dumb part is that it's legal to own the part to turn the gun fully automatic. Yeah. It's just illegal to put it on your gun. Yeah. 
when the associate refused because he said it would be illegal, Paddock reportedly became enraged and made references to a litany of anti-government conspiracy theories, including supposed plans by FEMA to set up detention camps, that's a classic, uh, of Americans and plans for widespread confiscation of firearms. Paddock believed that Hurricane Katrina in 2005 was, quote, just a dry run for law enforcement and military to start kicking doors and confiscating guns. Hey, I gotta say, this does speak to something, though. The people who believe the government faked the virus, it makes a lot more sense when you hold it in context of, I guess it was a pretty popular belief that the government faked the hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty cool. They have some sort of oh my weather God. control. Is this the Jews control the weather meme? Is this what they're complaining about? I mean... That's entirely possible with some fucking right-wing crank like this guy. Yeah, and as we postulated, the Jews don't control anything. The Irish control everything. If anyone <laughs> sent that hurricane down there to wipe out Cajun communities, it was us. <laughs> it was St. Patrick. Yeah. Uh, that's why they made him a saint. <laughs> uh, he was kind of fanatical about this stuff the associate added quoting Paddock as saying that somebody has to wake up the American people uh, and get them to arm themselves another witness interview see but that's like such a perfect quote to attribute to somebody who just commits mass murder you know what I mean they commit mass murder to co convince people to get these guns that line was fucking fed to him Yes. Another witness interviewed in the investigation gave a similar account of pa uh, Paddock's fixation on anti-government conspiracy theories. A 27-year-old Las Vegas sex worker who said she spent many hours drinking and gambling with Paddock described him as paranoid uh, and said that he would often rant about the American government's orchestration of the September 11th attacks. So there's, of course, a completely unhinged uh, side of... 9-11 trutherism as there is to virtually everything it's also though going going back to how the framing of this article is kind of shitty is like is 9-11 trutherism solely a right-wing conspiracy theory like is that is no. that the sole thing to point Ex to point exactly. to his reasoning exactly and the overton window on 9-11 conspiracy thinking has been shifted so far to the right it's like incomprehensible absolutely frankly his entire positioning here and whatever he believed about the september 11th of attacks what did he believe the inconceivable thing that the american government through some combination of malicious intent and bureaucratic idiocy of the divided departments would allow an attack like this to happen so they could greatly extend federal power through the patriot act basically yeah exactly get to do whatever they want why would they exactly. think that that's crazy it's just that he connects that to like uh yeah fema camps and uh stealing his guns yeah believing anything except uh fucking osama bin laden acted alone through his global organization of terror is a conspiracy theory yeah and everything i believe is the exact same as what this guy believes according to uh, yeah, according this to this article and the way it's framing, I don't the just read the Intercept. I'm not gonna lie, I do read Intercept articles all the time because they're usually really good sources for this kind of thing. I just don't agree with the point that they're trying to make throughout this entire article. It just felt like a little bit of a softball for the Intercept. Maybe I'm just yeah, exactly. This is reinforcing classes, the idea of the expanded security state. Why do you, exactly and not yeah. even differentiating that like 
oh, a right wing 9-11 truther thinks it was uh, the Jews telling the government to do it, where uh, a left wing 9-11 truther thinks it was for oil money and to expand the security state, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like conspiracy, yeah. right wing. You, you want to blur the lines between those two things because one of them is true and one of them is crank shit. And then you can apply it to history and, you know, it wouldn't... Uh, how crazy do we sound when you're talking to your average person and you talk about COINTELPRO, when you talk about Operation Paperclip? Operation oh, people Condor. People don't believe it at all. Yeah, literally, when I'm like... People yeah. think the Mujahideen were communists. Exactly. It's like, no, dude, Rambo 3 had the fucking dedicated to the brave fighters yeah. of the Mujahideen <laughs> until it was no longer convenient to believe that. <laughs> the Libyans were the enemies of uh, Back to the Future while it was convenient for that to be true, and then it was just a wacky gag. <laughs> uh, so now in the article, they, they go on to talk about, you know, the string of murders of political enemies by right-wing militias in recent, recent years, which, yeah, of course, but unfortunately they don't connect them to the FBI at all, even once, only to, you know, right-wingers are violent, which yeah, is... Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my god! Like right-wingers are violent, but the FBI uses that to their advantage. Yeah, can, yeah, can you point. believe that those... Yeah, it's like, that's what Gladio is. It's taking violent right-wing idiots and pointing them in the direction of someone you want dead. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's, that's the, that was the strategy of tension in Italy. Exactly. And, and when they're referring to, like, kidnap the governor in Michigan, and then the video yeah. that everyone saw contained three of four people in the vehicle were undercover police officers. FBI agents, even. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's just like... It was, it was a group of FBI agents who didn't know the other ones were FBI agents convincing the others to kidnap the governor. Yeah, and and then they were able to have, they're, yes, they're able to spread this public consciousness of right-wingers commit conspiracies. They're the evil ones, so it's just easy patsy shit. Didn't, a group, of, didn't a group kidnap the prime minister of uh, Italy during the years of lead with all the Gladio shit, too? Yeah. Yeah, they killed Olaf Palme in fucking Sweden. Like, this is what they were doing. They were toppling governments all over the place. Um, so this is the last, uh, this is the last paragraph we have from this article, but it says, We asked officials at both the FBI and the Las Vegas Police Department whether they believed that Paddock may have been motivated by extreme right-wing ideologies, given what is now known about his beliefs. The FBI and Las Vegas police referred us back to their 2018 reviews of the attack, which were unable to pinpoint a motive. In releasing that report, uh, Clark County Sheriff Joe Lombardo said at the time, what we, have, <laughs> <laughs> what we have been able to answer are the questions of who, what, when, where, and how. What we have not been able to definitely answer is the why Stephen Paddock committed this act. And it's like, okay, so as soon as journalists took over the... Uh, the the search for Stephen Paddock's political views immediately without in the blink of an eye they're able to find all this shit all this literal crank nut job shit but the FBI couldn't find it the fucking Las Vegas Police Department couldn't find it but these journalists were able to in three seconds come on it's not racism exactly there's a willful misrepresentation of information here on the part of the Las Vegas Police Department. Just listen to the words, Las Vegas Police Department. Yeah. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. Could you That's even imagine? The mafia. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The desert's full of bodies, and they put half of them out there. Yeah. 
<laughs> the Las Vegas Police Department are the true Joe Pesci characters from Casino. Yeah. <laughs> they are the enforcers of the will of the money. Isn't that where Ronnie Radke got in trouble? Yeah, Ronnie Radke killed a man in the Las Vegas desert. Uh, thanks for listening to Boomer Dust Squad. <laughs> <laughs> we I, end with I, I a mean, falling in reverse song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've lost my goddamn mind. It happens all the time. You know who really lost their goddamn mind? Ew. Steven Paddock. Yeah, Steven Paddock. Uh, Boomer Dust Squad rates him uh, two thumbs down. Wouldn't recommend. <laughs> I give him. I give Steven Paddock three Pickle Ricks. We, we gave him three Pickle Ricks. We give him four Pinocchios. We give uh, the U.S. Tomato. government five Pinocchios because <laughs> they've definitely lied more than he has in this situation. And the Intercept uh, gets some uh, Pinocchios on this one, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think this is really uh, quite a miss by the Intercept. But at the same time, like they, they did just expose the FBI. Like... The information is there. If you can, like, if the, you're yeah. able to read, you can you can get what you need to out of the article. I wish they were to frame it differently, but what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? At least they pointed out that, uh, yeah, this guy isn't like invisible and knew no one and believed nothing, like the government yeah. tried to imply. Yeah, if you can read between the lines, it's not hard to see where this is uh, where this is yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And as always, parody Minecraft. We don't believe any of the things we say. <laughs> we are paid in no small part by the PBS Foundation and the Free East Turkmenistan Global Congress. Thank you for listening to Boomer Death Squad. You can follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. I've been Joe. I've been Danny. And I've been Matt. Bye-bye. See ya. Toodles.